Welcome back to another episode of Extra Credit, a weekly podcast from the National Association of Credit Management, where you can expect to hear from different credit professionals each Friday. We'll help you stay informed about the latest in the B2B credit world. My name is Anna Caroline Caruso, NACM's Editor-in-Chief. Now let's dive into this week's top stories. At some point in nearly every trade creditor's career, they will be faced with a customer who files for bankruptcy. The steps taken to collect cash from a customer during bankruptcy will depend on how the customer files. Subchapter 5 is a newer modification of Chapter 11 for small businesses, but it places a larger burden on creditors to collect debt. Credit professionals may be sitting on a ticking time bomb without even knowing it. In fact, a recent e-news poll showed 40% of creditors do not know what percent of their portfolio is made up of customers who qualify for Subchapter 5 bankruptcy. And the 31% who do know the answer say 10% or more of their portfolio qualify for Subchapter 5. The intent of the modifications uh, made under Subchapter 5 to a traditional Chapter 11 filing are uh, to streamline the process. It's to make it more efficient for the debtor and less expensive for the debtor. But while it makes it more efficient and less expensive for the debtor, how does it do that? It strips away Um, a bunch of things that you get as a creditor in a traditional Chapter 11 and makes it somewhat less beneficial and in some cases substantially less beneficial for you as a a creditor. That's Jason Torf, a creditor's rights attorney and partner at Tucker Ellis LLP. There is more than just the $7.5 million threshold to be eligible for Subchapter 5. So the language from Subchapter 5 of the Bankruptcy Code, from that statutory language, it says that in order to be eligible for subchapter five, you have to be, quote, engaged in commercial or business activities. Torf says creditors must be aware of how many of their customers could file using this subchapter because it makes it much more difficult to collect debt. You may even consider placing eligible customers in a higher risk category because there's an additional layer of risk with subchapter five that does not exist in the traditional chapter 11 route. And debt recovery is not as successful. Uh, for those of you who have been through chapter, uh, traditional Chapter 11s, you might know, and for those who haven't been through them, you might not know, um, there is something called a creditor's committee that uh, most often gets appointed in a traditional Chapter 11 cases. When a debtor files a, a traditional Chapter 11, they have to file the list of their largest, usually the 20 largest, but sometimes 30, 40, 50 largest, depending on the size of the case, unsecured creditors. Uh, there is a governmental office called the Office of the United States Trustee. There is a U.S. trustee's office in every jurisdiction where there is a bankruptcy court, and their uh, high-level role is to be the watchdog for all bankruptcy cases. And the U.S. trustee's office is tasked with uh, forming a creditor's committee in a uh, traditional Chapter 11. That committee has a huge role in a Chapter 11. They get to hire professionals, counsel, and a financial advisor if they so choose. They have a say in the case. They have literal standing, uh, the creditors committee that is, has literal standing to go in and object to things the debtor is doing. To They have a seat at the table with the debtor. They have the ear of debtor's management uh, and vice versa and the debtor's professionals. They can help steer the case. The debtor doesn't have to listen, but then the creditor's committee can object. And uh, the court, um, not that they're necessarily gonna grant every objection that the creditor's committee files, but um, the creditor's committee has a strong voice 
with the judge, with the court in a chapter 11. That doesn't exist in a subchapter five. I just went through some of the really important things that a creditor's committee can do. A creditor's committee is not automatically appointed in a subchapter five. So all of that is gone in a subchapter five. Instead, you have a subchapter five trustee. Lynette Warman is a partner at Culhane Meadows PLLC. She says creditors should also be aware that subchapter five cases are more likely to fall in favor of the debtor. The whole intent of subchapter five is to make it easier for the debtor to reorganize. And I think there's a little bit of a bias in favor of the debtor both in the code provisions and in the mindset of many of the judges. So uh, I think what they really want to see is, is for these cases to succeed. And they try to give, in my experience, the debtor every, you know, every opportunity to, to succeed. For a full look at why creditors should be aware of Subchapter 5 filings, watch TORF's webinar, Subchapter 5 of the Bankruptcy Code, its impact on trade creditors, on demand at NACM.org. That's all for this week's episode of Extra Credit. We'll be back next Friday, but until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn.